Welcome to the baddest biker bar in the investment world. You have entered the danger zone, where we get the latest from David Trainer, president and founder at New Constructs, where forensic accounting meets discounted cash flow analysis. New Constructs digs in at the footnotes level and works up, rather than starting at the top and staying skin deep, and it determines whether the documents are creating an accurate picture of a company's financial status, or if the impression at surface level is misleading. Misleading in your favor would be an attractive stock, but misleading and working against you is dangerous. To learn more about how it works, go to newconstructs.com. David Trainer, it's great to have you back on Money Life. Thank you, Chuck. It's great to be back. David joins us on the Gainbridge Hotline. Gainbridge has embarked on a mission to create a digital platform that provides direct access to trusted annuity products without complexity or hidden fees. Learn more at gainbridge.life. David, who's in the danger zone this week? A firm. Danger, danger. A firm holdings. Ticker symbol AFRM. It's a buy now, pay later company, which may be part of the problem, but it's another of what you consider to be a zombie stock. What specifically is wrong with a firm right now? Yeah, we call this buy now and suffer later. It's, um, you know, look, Chuck, it's, it's unprofitable and it, we don't think it will ever be profitable and they've got about 10 months of cash left. So this is a you know, classic zombie stock, uh, zombie stock number 14 on the list. The full list, I believe, is available on our site for free uh, so people can see all the zombie stocks. But yeah, this is um, it's been a great danger zone call. We first put in the danger zone in October of 2021 it's, and it's outperformed the S&P as a short by 71 percent. People probably know it's down 85 percent from its 52 week high. We do believe that this has a real chance of going to zero because it's not making any money. It's going to continue to lose, burn through what little cash it has left, we think, pretty quickly. But also, just like there's so much competition. I mean, how many buy now, pay later companies are there out there? And, and Apple actually created their own in-house version of it, right? Like there's, there's no competitive advantage of one buy now, pay later firm from another. And it doesn't really add any value. Uh, so... We think that, um, yeah, it's a bad business, a terrible business, and um, probably should have never gone public to begin with. This is a stock with a 52-week high that's over $175. The low is 13 and a half, and it's up 10 bucks or so from there. It's trading at about 23 and change as we record this. But it's already proven that it can go way down from where it's at today. I know you're always looking at the numbers, but to me, there's one additional big issue here which is that regulators are most assuredly gunning for the buy now, pay later companies. They don't seem to like them. And there are a lot of regulations they're looking at and considering. It's a problem if you're in this industry. That's adding one more pretty significant headwind, right? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's um, I mean, it's just I don't know how ethical it is in general, right? That you just effectively are trying to precipitate additional purchasing by getting people to defer having to pay the full price of the product. And that just, you know, in, in principle and intuitively feels like a dangerous thing to do in a world where, you know, we're giving out more entitlements and, and, and free money or cheap money than we ever have. And, and a lot of people maybe think that they never have to pay the full price and it's going to result in a lot of credit losses um, and even worse cash flow than what we've already seen for buy now, pay later. Uh, and, and I think 
the early early signs already that the, the delinquencies on the buy now pay later companies are, are starting to turn against them and go up uh, in a significant way and so you know chuck we were we were joking before we got on air here about uh plane crashes we were joking about it. We we're talking about them um you know this could be a, just a bomb like this thing could really crash hard and fast if if the underlying credit quality of all of these debts that it's underwriting goes bad i mean you got bad on top of bad here and this thing can hit zero real fast when i talk about regulators the consumer financial protection bureau has been looking at this and the interesting thing you know, we talk about stupid money risk. Here's an interesting representation of it because stupid money risk is the risk that someone comes in and says, I'll pay stupid money for this because it has a brand name or I want the technology or whatever. But to me, part of the stupid money risk is that little rebound up from the 52 week low. Most of it came after the CFPB said, hey, we plan to start regulating buy now, pay later. And some people in the investment world responded to that news by saying, well, that means that buy now, pay later, if it's going to be regulated, it's a legitimate industry. So I want to jump in now. I mean, that's its own form of stupid money risk, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah. I mean, the definition of stupid is effectively pretty unlimited, right? I mean, you know, we can't necessarily put the bounds on, on, on stupidity. And, um, you know, the meme stock movement, I think, speaks to this uh, willingness for people to misinterpret data in the name of being bullish. Uh, it's, it's getting pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts um, what we're seeing these days. You talk about this company and its potential to go to zero. Does it have a going concern value for you? I mean, is there a price it can achieve if it's going to stay in business? Yeah, I mean, you, you, we don't know. I mean, yeah, it's going to show up in the numbers eventually and they can claim that. You know, but at the end of the day, I'm not so sure how good I feel about most buy now pay later customers because look if you can afford to buy the product then just buy the product if you're if you're borrowing money to buy all these consumer goods right and we're not talking about houses and cars major purchases or even you know washing machines and other major big sort of investments always um we're talking about you know almost every website you know giving people the ability to defer it's just like another version of a credit card i mean it's like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm I buy it under my credit card, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna buy now, pay later. And on top of that, it just doesn't it just doesn't feel doesn't feel very right to me, Chuck. Even in the four dollars a share scenario, we're giving this company credit for achieving a four percent positive margin, right? A positive four percent margin, which is the best ever margin for block slash square. Their current margin, Chuck, is a negative sixty one percent. So we're giving them we're giving them a lot of credit, and and that four percent margin also assumes they grow at consensus estimates. I'm sorry that that four dollar stock price assumes a four percent margin. They grow at consensus growth estimates for the next two years, and then at fifteen percent compounded annually through 2030. That's that's like that's a lot of growth, man. That's a lot of growth plus. A, a, a drastic improvement in margins, and then you still only get to four bucks a share. So this is why it's a zombie stock. I mean, it's burning cash, and it's just, it's, it's a, I think it's a disaster way to have, I don't understand, I don't know who's going to buy it. I mean, look, Apple has their own, you know, Kmart, you remember Kmart and the layaway plan, right? I mean, that was basically buy now, pay later, and, and they shut that down, right? It's, it's, not, it's not a great business. It never has been. And that's why you're affirming that Affirm Holdings, ticker AFRM, is a zombie stock and the latest pick for the danger zone. 
David, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you, Chuck. David Trainer is president and founder at New Constructs. Online at newconstructs.com, on Twitter at New Constructs, and David's on Twitter personally at TheRealDTrain37. Up next, we revisit my recent chat with David Rubenstein of the Carlisle Group. If you heard it the first time, you know how good it was. And if you're hearing it for the first time now, well, you're going to be wowed. But either way, you're in for a treat when we come back in a hot second. We'll be right back. 